Welcome to Oasis Podcast Sermons, where our call is to gather the scattered back into relationship with God. Holy Spirit, give each listener discernment, wisdom, and understanding as they desire to know you more. Speak to their hearts and continue to guide and direct them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Enjoy. Okay. We got, um, everyone wouldn't mind opening up to Hebrews 10 for me. Um, and the passage the Lord gave me was 19 through 22. Hebrews 10? Hebrews 10, 19 through 22. Um, I wanted to start out with, um, just this last, these last few months for me have been like this really weird time of the year that's like, okay, everyone's getting into this holiday spirit of like joy and happiness and whatnot. And this year, it's just like, it's something I felt in the past, but this year it just didn't hit me. Just, not, it, there wasn't any like special happiness, that Christmas cheer, whatever you want to call it, that everyone's like, everyone says it's the time of the year for. And so I was praying to the Lord about it. I was like, Lord, what is this? I was like, what? I, I, I was like, why am I not feeling like this extra whatever joy? And he was saying, you already have it all. Yes. I, can't, I can't give you more joy. You already have it 24 hours in the day. That's why you're, this, it was like ending up like, because now everyone else is becoming happy and joy-filled around me. Now it's like, it felt almost weird to actually like have people around me with that in the places where I didn't expect it. And so it ended up creating this weird feeling of just like, like what is happening? This is, it was just really awkward. And so I was praying to the Lord about it. And he was like, I want you to persevere through this. He was like, persevere through this. And so my Bible, that's what this passage is title is what the Lord brought me to if someone would mind reading it 19 through 22 right I'll read it thank you and so dear brothers and sisters we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus by his death Jesus opened a new and life giving way through the curtain into the most holy place and since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house. You said through 21. Actually, all the way through 25. Okay. Let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope uh, we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Thank you. Yeah. And so this bit, the Lord's also been asking, he's been challenging me with this question of what if. And usually people go down this what if path of like, oh, what if, Everything falls apart. What if I wake up, my car doesn't turn on, the house, lights don't turn on in the house. My, what if I wake up and it says I'm evicted on my door? But what if we actually stepped through this challenging time, this time where I, I don't feel like anything is happening, but I, I, and I step through and I say, okay, I'm not feeling it, but I know his promise says he's always working. So what if I step through this time and say, what if I continued and I persevere 
going further, instead of taking a step back, like, I, like I'm walking down the wrong path, like yes, make sure I'm on the right place, but instead of taking a step back and stalling my motion, continuing forward through this hard time and seeing what the Lord does. Yes. What if we actually like persevered through the difficulty of getting rid of what he wants? What if I actually got, what if we actually got rid of the hatred in our life, even if not for us, but for our children? Because the strongholds we go through, and the Lord was showing me this with Garrett and his child Malachi now, is the strongholds he's gone through, him and his wife has gone through in life, they now have a wall already built that Malachi won't enter into. All of these things my parents went through of always being filled with hate and anger are things me and my brother don't have to go to. So what if we actually step, we took a step, we readjusted our eyes and said, okay, Lord, I want you to actually be who you say you're going to be and do, and do the things you want to do, and let's see where we end up. Let's see how, let's test the Lord's boundaries of how far does his love really stretch. Instead of just being like a blind man groping around, just like waiting until we find the wall we've put God in, what if we opened our eyes and realized it's an open pasture that has no end, ends? And you wander a little bit, and you know, you're in like berries, and then you wander a little bit, and now you have sweet corn. You wander a little bit, and then there are apple trees you get to pull from. Like, right? Like, what yeah. if, what if we, actually, like, we tried to find the boundaries, and we, if we actually found that his love was endless, and so that is, that is verse 19. So, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. By his death, Jesus opened a new life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. Yes. Actually standing back on the dreams he's given us. The things he gave us when we first got saved. That moment when he said, hey, Darian, you're going to speak to thousands. You're going to actually make change in a place where people say you can't do anything. You're going to find, you're going to find, you're going to go and at this exact table, at this exact place, this woman and her wife is going to sit there and this, this woman, sorry, not this woman, this woman and her mother is going to sit there and the mother is going to tell you, this is my daughter, Mandy. And she is gorgeous. And the Lord tells me that's my wife. What if I actually stood on that and I said, okay, I don't need to go around dating the random girls in this high school. And I actually stand on what he's told me and believe in it, walking just straight through his promise. Yeah. Into his love. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Right? What is the dream the Lord showed you and are you still believing it? And if the answer is no, it's why not? Just because it hasn't come? We've waited, you guys have waited 11 years just to have a, a something resembling a church. And here we are, like 40 of us. Like you said from day one, you're like, yeah, let's get it. Come on, like we're on fire, let's go. And the Lord's like, no, 11 years is the timeline before anything actually gets going. Yeah. Right? How long is it until these dreams are actually going to come? And how long are we actually going to hold on to it? Are we actually going to say, okay, Lord, I trust that's the woman you have for me. I'm going to wait patiently for her because I know that anything else I put in there is going to be these speed bumps that you trip over. And if you're just blindly following whatever you can't see, it's like a blind man leading a blind man. They're bound to fall into a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> just a blind man who gives you directions. They can't see anything. <laughs> right? 
So it's actually like persevere. It's good, Darren. Um, good. Yeah. <laughs> 22. Let us go right into the presence with sincere hearts fully trusting. For our guilty conscience have been sprinkled with the blood, with Christ's blood, to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. So this is me motivating you. Like, guys, <laughs> believe in your promises. <laughs> believe in the promises the Lord has showed you because he's faithful to do it. Mm-hmm. You might do it. He might do it today. He might do it tonight. You might wake up, get a phone call in the middle of the night. That's whatever you've been praying for. Hey, it's your random brother calling you. Hey, tell me about Jesus. <laughs> and you've been praying for the last year and a half. Lord, would you touch my brother's life? and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near Dave has this amazing shirt that says normal isn't coming back Jesus is I love it every time I see it because it brings a smile to my face if we think about it Normal really is not coming back. If we actually devote our entire lives to the Lord, He is going to change everything. Because you can't mix Jesus and the world. He says you're either for me or against me. So this fence that we think we can sit on, just pulling a little bit on Jesus and a little bit of the world, when the time comes, if Satan walks up and to the fence of you haven't decided if you're going to heaven or hell. Sorry, so this is my friend. He told me this story. And so he was like, everyone, Jesus comes back, everyone either goes to heaven or hell. And there's this one guy who's sitting on the fence. And Satan comes up, and he goes, well, he's like, here, come on, you're coming with me. And the guy goes, no, I haven't made my decision with, I'm sitting on the fence, I haven't decided which way I want to go. Satan goes, I own the fence, you come with me. (laughs) So that's, that's how it is. We need to actually just let go of this strand that we're pulling on of the world and actually step into the boldness and the love the Father has given us. Because like it says, and like we've experienced, He is faithful to fulfill His promises. That good He promised isn't just this little, it's not like, you're not gonna take a friend and you're not gonna tell someone like, hey, Declan, I'm gonna give you a million dollars. If I just don't give it to him, then he's like, well, this sucks. I can't trust him anymore. <laughs> but let me challenge you. Has the Lord ever actually done that for you? No. Is there anywhere in your life where you have actually, th- actually, the Lord has, you know for sure it was the Lord, and he actually comes in and doesn't do it? No one, right? We actually, even in that, we know he can stand on it, or we can stand on his promises because he says it so we can believe it. That's what all of this is. Everything. This is his written word. So if it's written in here, it, he said it. This is the Lord inspired men to write this. He said it, we can believe it. Mm-hmm. Chapter 11 in Hebrews is a bunch of examples of faith. Um, it talks about how um, Cain and Abel, how Abel had an actual righteous offering to the Lord how Moses actually stepped out in faith to build the ark, how uh, Abraham said, okay, I mean, Lord, I'm going to sacrifice my son to you. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna have faith in you, knowing that you'll give your promise. You said this is who my descendants are gonna be counted through, and so if that means I have to sacrifice him, I know you can raise him from the dead, or you can do your God thing, <laughs> and he's gonna be good, and my descendants will actually be counted through him. And in that, just at the end, in verse 33, it says, By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had, prom- had promised them. Mm-hmm. So that's an, ex- that's an extra dose. It's not just, the Lord doesn't just say, hey, I have this for you. He tells us that as like this hook in, and then we find there's more. Because we find his promises, and it says, we're still going to overthrow kingdoms, and we're going to rule with justice in addition to receiving his promises. It says, They shut the mouth of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of their sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. When women received their love, and women received their loved ones back again from death, but while others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. So they were suffering for the Lord's goodness. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. So let's let's go and let's believe what the Lord has told us. Mm. Let's stand firm on it. Let's push in on this question of what if we continue. What if this church continues and we don't just become a church, but we actually grow into the church? What if that goes and then this concept of revival takes place and the the number that's prophesied is a billion souls? What if we continue, revival happens, it sparks, everything takes place, and now you have one out of eight people on this entire planet that gets saved? Amen. How beautiful is that? If we actually get to continue through the struggles the Lord has in our life, So that our children don't have to fight it. So that when someone else comes in with the same problem, our testimony, our test turns into a testimony to testify of the Lord's greatness and encourage a brother. I hope Holy Spirit spoke to you about something in this message today. If you would like to come to service in person, we meet on Sundays at Palmer's Cafe in Bend, Oregon at 5 p.m. located at 645 Northeast Greenwood Avenue. Or if you have any questions about what you just listened to, please email us at oasis.centraloregon at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.